0: And
1: with that Nicolas Cage moment, and um, that would be our co-host Gerard Barrera, okay. welcome to Crashing Game Night, my name is Matt Diario, um, so I don't know if we've got um, Nicolas Cage, lot gone in 60 seconds or Nick Cage a lot ghost rider over here but uh Donny Donny low rider.
2: and what is up my nerds
0: and uh Cage
1: is here oh uh, <laughs> was that a two if I Jerry two if I <laughs> and uh, we are joined tonight after a week hiatus. Uh, our uh, lion's mane himself, Jason Bellidio. How you guys? How's doing? it going? Doing
0: how's
1: great. uh? How's everything going, guys? Not
0: too bad. Good to see you guys again.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. You missed our. Th- you missed the. You missed the therapy session last week. I'm oh. kind of sad. Yeah, bro. Where have you kinda, been? Kind of. Kind of <laughs> needed all my boys, but that's okay. I know. Jerry, stepped up. So, I gotta say, did you guys? Um, I gotta say, were you, Jerry, you that co- a,
2: were you properly quaffing and feathering that mane?
1: No, man, he was no, it <laughs> wasn't even I quaffing. That he was he had to wash his hair, man. That was his <laughs> he was washing his hair. Um, was oh, that it was that one? It's that final day of the month, <laughs> right? You know, Jerry, I gotta say, though, for that trip, though, I after seeing that article, I am. I'm glad I wasn't on 36 when it happened. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah.
2: So what was the cause? So apparently there was so, an airplane that gave Nintendo Switches to all the passengers, but what no, was no, the No, no, no. Oh, no, what I'm talking oh, no, about no. is oh. the,
1: road. 30, the road. Highway 36 out by the, oh. the hotel where we got married at um, collapsed. Like all the westbound lanes or yeah. eastbound lanes rather collapsed. That's right. And uh, I was driving on that to go to dinner with Scott and Theo that Thursday night. So I drove over those cracks and didn't know about it.
0: Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. was anybody hurt? I mean, I didn't fully. Get no, to no the I don't way. think anybody was hurt.
1: Um, was thankfully, they kind of kinda saw it kind of breaking apart and closed off the road. Um, but, yeah, it's what you were referring to, Jerry, is that. News broke today that a Southwest flight going out to San Diego Comic Con, uh, everybody on board got switches, and a di- and a digital code for Super Mario Maker 2.
0: Just like oh. handed, handed out switches.
1: Here's a switch. yeah. Here's a switch. It was like Oprah was on the plane. Uh, oh Here's my a you God. get a switch. Everybody gets a switch. You know.
0: Why um, couldn't I've been on that flight? Where
1: was <laughs> it? <coming from? laughs> so it was uh, yeah. So let's get on with the uh, a little bit of news. Can okay, now discuss the discuss the week's information. So um, it came out today. Detective Two is now the highest gross video game movie of all time, and it's made four hundred thirty-six million dollars. So uh, I gotta say, I mean, I haven't watched it yet, but I you haven't to. watched
0: it yet. No, I have not. You didn't. You didn't take your boy and be like, "Yo, let's go." No,
1: dude, he's he turned two today.
0: I know, but Do you I think mean, he's
1: really going to sit through a movie? I don't
0: know. I mean, he, I does sit know.
1: Through, he does sit through Toy Story now, and he sits there curled up with his Buzz Lightyear and his Woody dolls now and, and kind of watches it. And But, yeah. Um, so I got to give it to him. Um, you know, Pokemon, though, is a big thing, though. So Stories. for it to overtake World of Warcraft, yeah, I, I, that should have been a no-brainer anyways, so. With that, in the past, we've talked about the bad guys in the industry with crunch and everything like that. So in an article that um, came out in regards to an interview with Game Industry, Matt Bilby, who is one of the heads of EA, stated that, and I quote, 25 years at EA, and I still struggle with the external perception that we are just a bunch of bad guys. We love making and playing games. Unfortunately, when we make mistakes on games, the world knows about it because of its size and scale. <sighs> EA needs to wake up.
2: <clears throat> Plain and simple. Yeah. I, I don't know how they can be that oblivious to what's going on. Like I understand they're, they're a big company, but they they can they can they can get some news on the general
1: consensus of why gamers are sick and tired of them. I mean, it's just. Let's take off the ways, okay? Star Wars Battlefront loot boxes, and the only way you could get certain characters was from said loot boxes. Yep. You have working conditions for Bioware, where they were put under extreme stress by trying to put out a game that they were. I, I I have to give it to them; they were ambitious. Okay, we can't knock Bioware for what they were trying to execute on. But the fact is that when a third of their team has been was pulled off of Anthem to go build FIFA, that's a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, they give us crap sequels. I mean, look at Dragon Age 2. You get Star Wars Battlefront 2 wasn't great.
0: Um, you know, I'm so... For EA, just... Accept being the sports, the sports people. That's it. Just accept it, embrace it. Make your money off that. They're, all the games that they've put out. Like there's always been so lackluster. Like they had a maybe had a good idea, but then just failed in
1: mm-hmm. execution. You know? don't get me wrong. They make some of their sports titles when they were actually having to compete against 2K. They were. I mean, they were on par of what. Um, San Diego Studio does for MLB. I mean, they Madden was always a great product because yep. they had competition. The second they eliminated competition, they said, okay, we don't care. We're just going to keep kind of putting out the same game. We're going to modify it just slightly, and here you go. Yep. Um, so I think EA just needs to wake up, actually listen to what the fans are saying, and then maybe you'd understand why everybody thinks you're the bad guys. Well, I mean...
2: In, expl- in in explanation to that, it's because of it's those it, it's the other games that they try and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, dip their toes in, which they try and use that same formula from their sports games. Yeah, because like if they're going to if they're going to try a new forum or a new mm-hmm. type of game, they need to attempt or they need to set aside their old ways and figure out what works with them. With the new uh, with a new IP, because they can't just they can't just keep doing a pay as you so, play in in the games, because that's what killed Battlefront. I mean, so, Battlefront. Yeah. Could have been a huge game for them. Yeah, it could oh, have totally. been like a, a totally. Madden type game for them, but they screwed it up.
1: Hey, uh, so, Jerry, I think uh, Jason over there must work for EA because he's sitting there just counting all the money.
0: <laughs> He's just there. EA if you have a job open, uh <laughs> availability is still open too. Yeah, he'll
1: be your he'll be your money square, launderer. <laughs>
0: square square Enix uh if you have a job opening as well.
1: <laughs> but oh. I, I, I just, Wait, hold I, on. I, you're, I a, you're, you're begging the EA, but then you're gonna go to Square? I mean, no, come on, man. No, if I own Square no, and I heard that, I'd be like, dude, you're putting us in the
0: same category as EA. No, I, I just need a job. WTF. I need a good job. <laughs> Um, no, it's it's uh, I yeah, I completely agree with Jay. Star Wars Battlefront. I got the first one and mm. then I was loved. I loved playing it. You know, it was like okay, cool multiplayer, mostly all the time. It was only multiplayer. Yep. We had tons of fun doing it, and then like okay, Battlefront Two is going to come out. The single player story mode, blah blah blah, and I was like, all right, cool. And then as soon as I saw it, I didn't even buy it yet because I like to see it first. I saw it and I was like. Not really worth my time and effort. And they're saying, yeah, you can unlock everything by buying it. Yep. Literally, just buying all the stuff. Or if you had to grind it out, you had to grind it out. It wasn't like a like oh, you play for like let's say you play thirty hours and you'll get a new character. No, you'll get like you got to play a lot to grind out. Like of course, the high profile players or the high it profile characters. pay to win straight up
2: mm-hmm.
1: so and
2: also the scenarios in which you could you could technically unlock those characters through in-game points but the the amount for mm-hmm. each character was just astronomical Stupid. it was yeah. it, it was you would spend the amount of time playing the entire game and pretty much just trying for one character, literally one character, and spending yeah. all of your credit on that one character, Whoa. and then having to start over. But also taking like yeah. months at a time. Like that's how how expensive the in like the in game credit was for those special characters. It was they made it almost impossible
0: to grind or
2: like. Yeah, to grind, they really played on people's like patience. Like, okay, we're gonna make like Kylo Ren or Boba Fett two million credits, but you only get a certain amount of credits every game, uh, every like game session. So, you, yeah, I mean, they were really playing on people's uh, patience. Like, dude, they're gonna pay for it, you know? Yeah. And well, what's, is- what's five dollars than like having to play forty sessions? in-game and barely making it to, to pay for the character. Like, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, um I think it's just, to your point, Jerry, you're absolutely right. It was like, hmm, do I want to spend hours upon hours grinding or do I want to just drop ten bucks for some points and try and get Vader or Luke out of a, a loot box?
2: Yeah. You
1: know? So... Or, um, or
2: spend a little bit extra, because I, I heard on Battlefront 2, you could buy the points and directly
1: pay for the character or some of that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about a, a You know, another game that's kind of, um, the add ons cost of it and everything. Um, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey, there is a player over in England that their, their kid asked them how much it would cost to buy every add on in the game outside of the DLC And the season pass.
0: So this is like the horses, the... Your armor look, you know, basically cosmetics,
1: you know, all of that stuff, right? So it ended up coming out to $317.94 pound sterling, which is equivalent to uh, $395.29 US dollars.
0: Oh.
1: That is is on top of the $60 for the game. And that's
0: not including DLC.
1: That's... Yeah, that's on top of the DLC pass and everything like that. That's that's huge. And, I mean, I get it. You don't have to do it because it's all cosmetic. It's yeah. nothing really big or anything. But if you're that type that wants to own everything in a game, 400 bucks is a lot. That's <laughs> a, yeah,
0: that's a lot. That's a that lot. Is,
1: that's that's, PS4. That's, no, that's two Switch lights.
0: <laughs>
1: when you think about it. You know, but that is, yeah, it's also a PS4 and an extra controller or a PS4 and a game, you know? So now another game that has cosmetic add-ons you can buy points for, um, The Division 2, just a little shout-out to uh, the team at Ubisoft Massive and to creative director Julian Garrity, is that The Division 2, per the tweet from Julian today, it is the best-selling game since the beginning of the year. Hey. Think about that. D2 is the best-selling game this year. So far. So far. Now, granted, there's a lot coming on the back end of this year. Oh, yes. And I, no. I hate to say it as much as I love Division, which, Jerry, I am up to 385 now. A little behind you now. I know. Hey, I haven't played a little <laughs> while, but hey i had a I had to be on an emergency plane trip to Colorado, so you have to give me a little credit for uh you know
2: Gotta not being a able
1: to play and so. an exotic yeah, and I've nice. killed four hunters ooh, and I'm at world tier four okay well, I can go <laughs> I can go do the stronghold and be at World tier four right behind you, so I'm not worried about that. yeah so I th-
2: we're gonna have to help each other on on a lot of that stuff now. It's yeah. getting, it's getting difficult. Oh, it's getting, <laughs> oh. team
1: up, No more rivalry. Well, you know, being, he's not a sniper, so he needs somebody to cover his back. Yeah. I'm always,
2: I have to be really tactical with my gameplay because yeah. I have, it is blazing, but I always have to yeah. like, when I'm going in, I'm moving like a few feet because when I'm like shooting, I have to constantly check out my, uh, my sides because they're constantly trying to flank me. So I'm, I'm really, I'm always low and slow. I always have to move low and slow, but I eventually get through it, but it takes time.
1: Yeah. Whereas I'm the guy I that's, that's
2: back up behind you. It was like, uh, uh, Hey dude, can you get that dude to the right? Like, got him.
1: It's yeah, nice. And it's like, <laughs> really I'm nice. the, and what's even better is his Jerry's reaction. When I fire around right over his shoulder, Yeah. And it kills somebody. It is just <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. All of a sudden, you will just see the headshot go off and the body drop right in front of him, and he's just like, "Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that was nice." That was nice. You know. Um, yeah. It's nice having a partner. It really
2: is. Yeah.
1: But uh, and I always, been, I've, been I've always played the sniper role anyway. So I prefer to clear and clear and go, versus go in.
2: Well, and that's then, why oh, when yeah. I am slow and I get my special, I'm a, I'm a demolitionist, so I have my grenade launcher, so I can just like poop. All right, you good to go? You're pop, 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 all grenades, and then yeah, we go. You
0: guys, you guys would hate me then because, yeah, I am guns blazing. I don't look <laughs> back. I don't look back. I don't look left. I look right, but I don't look left.
1: So he no. would be good for the new gunner then. Yeah, you that would be. yeah, big old yeah. Gatling gun. Yeah, that would be fun. So let's, let's move into the realm of another uh, MMO that – you know, what is it? You're a Lala Fel, whatever you want to Lala call Fel it. paladin. a <laughs> you
0: know,
1: Lala Paladin. Shout out to all my
0: Lala Fels out there. Master <laughs> Race. Master you're Race. You're a Paladin. Master you're Race. No, Paladin. Like,
1: more like Puntable Race. Um, <laughs> so, Shadowbringers uh, dropped Eden's Gate um, on everybody yesterday. That's so, it is now nice live. Here. Um, here. Now, Jason, how do you feel about the, the treasure coffers? Yielding tokens that you trade in for the gear you want now versus just dropping gear.
0: okay, so that I feel is going to be a great thing for a lot of casual players. It's gonna be a, little, a gr- an amazing thing for the I call the world first the, like the the hardcore groups. it's but I'm hoping that because right now they just unlocked the normal raid tier there's going to be mm-hmm. a secondary savage raid tier in a couple weeks um i hope that they increase the heck out of the difficulty um one of the big things that obviously from the treasure coffers now dropping tokens is that no matter what class you play you uh dep- I mean, whichever raid team you have you can designate who is going to pick those up because those would equivocate to equipment and it's going to be really interesting it's going to be obvious obvious choices are going to be a lot of dps that get a lot of this stuff first but i hope that square when they do come out with savage content that they like kind of throw a curveball at them and say hey you need to gear up your tanks and healers as well because these things hurt. These things are going it- to be so much harder.
1: So Eden's Gate, is that the one you guys did at E3?
0: No. Uh, at E3, okay. it was uh, Titania. It was okay. uh, the primal that came out, which they did do the the extreme mode. And uh, I wish I was able to try it out. My I've been super busy and I've lost my raid group, so it's been a little bit of a, a struggle.
1: So to our fans out there, please reach out to Jason
0: if you need a raider. If, uh, hey, you can hit me up on Brynhildr. I'm out there. Uh, but yeah, in the Crystal server. But <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I want to okay. do the new raid. Sure. so
1: Jerry, you laugh, but I've got the buddy, buddies of mine that play FFTCG with, and they're uh, all the same thing. They're all talking about their servers and everything, and uh, one server's better than the other. It's like, okay, cool. I just want to play the yeah, game. We're,
2: we're, on the, we're on the wrong server. We need to be on a better server. About <laughs> fast and
0: yeah. yeah, Yeah. Shut your face.
2: <laughs> Shut your
0: face.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, whereas yeah. Jerry and I are like, um, we're on whatever server Ubi puts us on.
0: Yeah. We're good. Uh, I, I, do, I do like... Though that those coffers are going to be new, so everyone's going to have it's going to be a lot more grinding for the the raid players, but it's going to be a lot. It, it's going to be good for those the groups, but it's going to be a uh, it's going to be really interesting for the pickup groups for the public people.
1: All right, then.
2: Do you think that's going to um, take out? like certain players that don't like necessarily like to grind, like it, like it'll start, uh, taking out some of the riffraff that, that overtakes some of the servers or,
0: um, I, that's the thing. See, I think it's going to, what it's going to do is that once you get that piece of equipment, uh, most of them have uh, roughly two pieces of equipment per level or per, per raid boss. Cause there's usually mm-hmm. four, four or five. um, with those equipments, once you get them, you're going to be, for the most part, gone from them. You don't need the things anymore. If you needed, it, like, let's say you needed a weapon, once you get your weapon, is there a reason why you would go back into it? You know? Okay. And, and that's where I see the problem. If that does happen, we're going to start having a lot less players do those once they get their tokens, Which, which I'm saying, the people in the general public the pickup groups those are going to have a lot more struggle than the uh the raid groups that already have a team formed because once the team forms okay we need to do this six times because we need to get everybody's Mm -hmm. best in slot item so they'll do Mm. it literally six times and then they'll be done that's where it's going to hurt the pickup group that's it's going to hurt the public so it's, it's, it's going to balance itself out eventually. But just in the initial, because the world, world first pushers, the hardcore players, they're going to get it down quick and they're just going to sit around again and they're going to say, we want more content or we want harder content. And we had, a, we had a period of time when Square Enix gave us some really hard content for the time. Because everything was random. Now we have a lot of scripted, uh, a lot of scripted uh, fights. So you could tell, okay, at exactly one minute and thirty-two seconds in the fight, they're gonna cast this one. So everybody Is it, get ready.
1: Do you think that maybe it's starting to run long in the tooth with content? No. And how they're and how they're actually well, like you mentioned that you know the fights now are are so procedural now that they you know that at 132 you're going to see this at 205 you're going to see this do you think it's just that they're they're catering either a to the casual player or b that they're just kind of running out of new true ideas
0: um they're not running out of new true ideas um they do recycle uh a lot of ideas which people do call out um and especially at E3 when we had Titania, we had a few callouts of old mechanics, which is good. It which makes you want to replace some of the old content too. Mm-hmm. But um, for the most part, they don't run, usually run out of ideas. Okay. What they what they do with that is that yeah, like if if the if the attack at one thirty two is going to be like. A room-wide AOE. It's gonna hurt, so everyone does have to prepare for it. If you're if you're missing five percent life, you might die. You know they they do make it so then there is consequence for not fully healing. There's a lot of more uh, a lot more consequences now than before. Where oh yeah, I can just push through it. Oh, I just pop all my cooldowns and I'm good. No, you pop all your cooldowns. You still can die.
1: Okay. Well, what's funny is you talk about consequences with different things. So let's talk about um, Sony, who um, has helped partially, you know, resurrect Final Fantasy fourteen. You know, with having a platform for it along with PC. But uh, so part of Sony Classic, right? <laughs> Let, let's talk about that because amazon prime had it going for 20 bucks during prime day mm-hmm. it started out at a hundred dollars now you want to talk about consequences they didn't include a power cable <sighs> how do you not include a power cable uh, I, I, I mean was, I always thought that was weird you,
2: you know usually it's the reverse <laughs> they don't they don't include an HDMI cable or something like
1: Something like that, but... <clears throat> I mean, what do they expect you to do? Unplug your PS4 and plug in the the power cable under the PlayStation Classic? Honestly, I mean, it's kind of like Nintendo going with the uh, no power adapter for the uh, 3DS XLs because, oh, people are going to be trading in, you know, and upgrading yeah. stuff. But honestly, though, when you look at it, though, even the list of games wasn't the best for the PlayStation Classic, though. I mean, I we. L- looking at the list, I'm I'm kind of. I think it's okay. Okay, let's look at this: Battle of and Toshiden, and eh. Cool Borders Two, and eh. Destruction Derby Two, and eh. Final Fantasy 7 It's been released on the Switch or re-released on the Switch and the PS4. Okay, Grand Theft Auto. I never played the original. You guys said that was pretty fun. fun. That's, okay. that's yeah. fun. Yeah, it is pretty it, fun. That's fun. In- Intelligent Cube, and eh. Jumping Flash, and. Eh. Original Metal Gear Solid, though, for, yep, I mean, that's awesome. a huge one for a lot of people. Yeah. Mr. Driller, eh. Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, that was released on multiple different platforms.
2: You keep oh, saying okay. that they were all, like, released on multiple platforms, but what if this yeah. was, like, for a kid's just starting out? That's a great investment for a $20
1: game, given um, Odyssey, like, oh a younger God, kid yeah. or even. To a younger kid? They're going to look at the graphics and go, what the hell is this? Because, yeah, but, you know, it is polygonal. It's not. It's polygonal, yeah. It's us. Yeah. I mean, now, granted, for me, I would buy it just for Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo. Because, well, I mean, I like, there's it. still,
0: I mean, there's still more with, like Rayman, mm-hmm. cl- like a classic game growing up, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Nostalgia, Resident Evil, Director's Cut. Okay. But I'll I think, it. like, it's great.
1: And you had Twisted Metal, but I think there's some. Better classic games they could have put on it. You know, look I, at the I games totally that defy yeah. that define the original PlayStation. I mean,
0: yeah. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah,
1: right there. I mean, that's a big one, right there.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that was Sony's mascot for a good while. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I get it, and you know, it. I feel like this is like a like a one of those like those packs where you just get like okay, the starter pack. <laughs> You know, yeah. the starter unfortunately,
2: pack. you only get that starter pack. It's not like you can update it or anything. No. Right. Yeah. No, not for no, like no it's not just, it's just
1: straight up. Yeah, straight up. This is what it is. See, I think that that's, what it is, that's is,
2: something that needs to like you need to you need to go on YouTube, do a DIY search buy like another replacement chip that gives you every game and then install it in that. Like, I, I totally understand. Like the the game's. Are a little lackluster i think it's a good starting list and a starting point oh, yeah definitely. especially for 20 bucks it's not that bad especially with the games oh, that no. are worth close to 20 but you're right it doesn't have some of the some of the best games that that, that put the first playstation on the map yeah. mm-hmm. but if they did i would probably think they would
1: they would hike up the uh, the price for it too
0: Possibly, yeah. I think yeah. it was. I
1: think it was. I they think looked it's at, worth it for the price point. Kinda. I mean, but you got to look at the original was a hundred bucks. Original price was a hundred. So I think what it was is, it was they saw what the Nintendo Classic and then the Super NES Classic were doing, and they said, "Hey, we got to do this," and they rushed it out. Uh, dude, I don't dude, think they. I don't mean, think they rushed it. I don't think. Dude, it was. It. it did not come out that far after the SNES Classic. But, and you but. look at you look at the price point and what the SNES classic had versus what the um, yeah, they, were, they were selling that yeah. for like what 40 um well it came out at a hundred the same price um, but you know what it had on it was fantastic sorry it was hundred and like 130 sorry um but you know it was 20 classic games they included everything in the box that you needed. When you look at the games, it also had a rewind feature, which, by the way, the rewind feature got announced for NES Online, so you're going to be able to rewind your games and play back on them, but, I mean, let's look at what games it had, right? Super Mario World, Classic, Super Mario Kart, Link to the Past, F-Zero, Super Metroid, you had Street Fighter Two Turbo, you had Super Punch-Out, Super Castlevania IV, Donkey Kong Country, Mega Man Ten kirby superstar final fantasy 3 which is aka what six
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah what's they f- to the official number is it,
0: is it is it us three yeah it's the us three which is, then, yeah, like, is six. japanese is six. six right six.
1: you had kirby's dream course you had star fox yoshi's island super mario rpg contra 3 secret of mana earthbound and super ghouls and ghosts every single one of those games is definitive of that era for the super nintendo The only one I would complain about being not being on there is SimCity, and Pilot and Pilot Wings.
0: Pilot Wings, um, yeah, it's it's difficult because I can't say I can't say, oh yeah, like here's all the SNES games. I mean, how many of those have been re-released on the Switch? How many Um, of those have been actually on the Switch?
1: Uh, not a single one of those has been re-released, with the exception of actually Super Castlevania 4, but that was part of the Castlevania Anniversary Collection that came were, out from. Were those, were those on the um, Wii Store? They were Wii on. They were on the Wii and the Wii U Store. So I had those
0: on the Wii U. Um, yeah. So but, I mean, like the the, the point though is, I like, like you're saying mm-hmm. with all the ones that are. i looking at it for the
1: price though. I'm looking at it for the price. For $100, bucks, you are getting a, a ton of classics, and you're getting a power cord. <laughs> God damn. <it>. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas the PlayStation Classic, you're getting some games are are hit and miss, right? Some people, like you guys, love them. Some people, like me, are like, eh. Whereas you look at the Super NES games, you can't argue with really any of those. No, that's a strong list. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That is strong, and I don't disagree with you at all. That is that is strong. If Super Bomberman was in there, I would have probably picked it up myself. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 such a apples and oranges, though. To me, feel to to me feeling really, it's like apples and oranges. I mean, yeah, everyone had an SNES. It was easier. It wasn't as high tech at the time. Okay. Right?
1: So here's the thing is you want to look at even what was on the NES classic for the, you know, roughly released about the same price, 80, hundred bucks. You had just to name a few, you had super Mario brothers, super Mario three, legend, of Zelda, donkey Kong, mega man, two, Pac-Man, original final fantasy, original Metroid, Kirby's adventure, Castlevania, Ninja Gaiden, punch out, Dr. Mario, super Mario two, Ninja Gaiden, you had excite bike, Kid Icarus, Castlevania 2, Tech Mobile, Star Tropics, Super C. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. It was yeah, 30 games. Now, granted, a lot of these have now come out on NES Online, right? For those that have the Switch. But still, you look at that lineup, and again, a lot of those, I mean, the most of those games were definitive of the NES era.
0: Yeah. I'm, but you have like all those games that you said from NES. And I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not disrespecting your opinion on it because I probably would grab those as well. I, I love those mm-hmm. those all those titles. But if you count off all the games from the NES and then you count off all the ones for the SNES, the Super Nintendo, how many of those are either prequel or like sequels of those games? You know, like there's a lot that overlaps into like Mega Man, mm-hmm. Super Mario, oh, Kirby... No, don't- like, don't get me wrong know, on that. Yeah, and I it's, agree. It's, but it's it's going from the 8-bit to the 16-bit. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say that they're all the same game because I've played a lot of them mm-hmm. and they're not the same game. But well, it has a lot of the same mm-hmm. nostalgia. No, and I, and of- don't get me wrong. But I think what
1: my my argument is, though, is, is that the games that PlayStation chose for the PlayStation Classic, not every one of those is definitive of the PlayStation era. So, but even then, though, I mean, Cool Borders wasn't really a definitive game. You know, some a lot of those games were just
0: weren't definitive
1: games. Like Final Fantasy VII, absolutely was definitive yeah. of the PlayStation era.
0: I mean, you know? I think that's what I think that's what like just literally catapulted the hell out of PlayStation. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, we look at kind of Sony and having a little bit of arrogance with selling a product without a power cord is. <sighs> it now has come out kind of what some of the things that they're looking at with the PS five. So Michael Pochter, uh did state, you know, we talked about this last week, week before that he thinks that the PS five could come out at an $800 price point. We've all, de- you know, eight, eight, zero, zero because of the hardware that's going into this thing. Um, several others in the media as well are thinking that the PS five could actually be dead on arrival because of that potential price point, because Sony themselves have come out and said that they're going to be going after AAA, big budget titles in order to, that'll make them more money. And they're more concerned with making more money than moving consoles. And, uh, Kenichiro uh, Yoshida, the CEO of uh, Sony, in an interview with the Wall Street jour- uh, Journal, did reveal that the company is positioning the console to be a niche product among, or aimed at serious gamers. I think that's a problem, because you look at how many, nine, what, 92 million or something PS4s that were sold. I'm telling you right now, not every single one of those was a hardcore gamer. No.
0: No. A lot of them were Blu-ray. Hey, I,
1: I need a Blu-ray player. Well, and I want to play games or whatever, but... If you're targeting your your system at serious gamers, you're going to miss out on a huge area of the population of your system. And I think you look at everything the PS4 has to offer, all the different games and everything, you have casual gamers that don't go online to play games like Division or Black Ops or Fortnite. They just get on and they play some of these games like Detroit or Horizon or Uncharted, but also some of these like, You know, or lower budget, you know, titles from you know Sony or whatever. So I think if we, if that's the route they end up going, and if that's the price point that they end up setting that at, I will not be getting a PS Five for a bit. I'll put it that way. Mm. Just because eight hundred is a lot of money to drop on a console. Oh yeah, that's a lot. I mean, that's two PS Four Pros.
0: That's a lot of money. that's
1: that's Switch Lights for the family. family at four
0: that's you know? that's, that's three I mean, of jerry's final fantasy collector's editions I'd, Oh, two and a half. Two but, and a half. yeah but you
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so i think that's i mean if michael ends up being right on that i mean that's that's huge
0: i don't know i i feel that sony going after the triple a the major titles it might be a smart thing just only because in order you, to play the game, you need to have the system. Okay, I get See that piece, but do, you,
1: but do you really want to alienate some of the independent studios, the smaller studios that are helping to add in games when you don't have anything?
0: I mean, are they just, like, kicking them to the curb they're not. They're not being helpful. Though? They
1: are not being helpful. That's what some of the studios have come out and said, is that some of these smaller titles are, you know they Sony's not being very helpful when it comes to the PS five. And I think you look at, look at the mistake that the Wii U had, right? Nintendo forsake all the indie developers, right? Cause you didn't have a lot of indie games that even came out on the Wii U. Right. Yeah. And they went more for the bigger budget titles. And then eventually as third party developers dried up, you had a long wait between Nintendo first party titles. So the system died. And I think that's where a lot of those in the media are thinking that the PS5 could be dead on arrival. Because if you're forsaking your indie developers and your smaller budget titles just so you only go after the AAA big budget titles that make, make you money instead of move consoles. Honestly, if you go with that mentality, you could end up with an Xbox One where you no. you aren't moving consoles at all. And then you're just you're so far behind. You got to rethink things because right now. The PlayStation division is making Sony money. It had 19% increase over last year. But that being said, is the rest of their other divisions are losing money. So wouldn't you rather get a bigger install base to start really cranking out the game, you know, the games, the accessories, where you make your money? Or do you go niche and just go after the hardcore gamer? Uh, you I, know, I, I mean, I still think that's kind of a tough. I mean, it's it's Sony's business model. Whatever they want to do, but it is tough. I mean, granted, the three of us, and Theo was here too. I mean, actually, Theo, I wouldn't even put him in a hardcore gamer category anymore. But uh, because you know, Jason has actually cracked the seal and played God of War now. Yeah, Theo has not. Wow. Um, (laughs) But I just think that if you're going to just go after one little tiny demographic, you're you're going to lose.
0: I feel it really does come down to what is the launch titles i feel that's what is going to be the make or break sony has had some good launches and they've had no they've had a couple but lately the ps3 was a was a terrible launch
1: ps3 also launched at 600 too
0: yeah and it bombed
1: at launch and it it's yeah. almost the end of the life cycle. till we got good games. And I, I foresee that if PS five launches with higher than a $400 price tag on it, it's going to have issues.
2: But, that, but that's where I agree with Jason. If they have a good launch, if
0: they have a good, if launch, they have a
2: good launch title, even up to like three or four,
0: they need, they need I, a I, solid five games. A
2: solid five. Game, okay. I don't think they'll get
1: that high. So let's look at this. If
0: you have, say.
2: I I call at least like three, three good triple A games if they were smart. I mean, if they had five great triple A games, I think they're, they're totally fine. I don't foresee that happening. Well, I don't think they're going to have five very strong games that everyone's going to want. I think I predict at least up to
1: two to three. Well, I think you're gonna I think like we talked about Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Two. I think both of those are probably That's at least
2: two. Yet. Given given what their third or fourth games are gonna be,
1: they it's had, gonna
2: determine whether or not like I think they're gonna have a strong
1: first year. They had a chance with Death Stranding and they decided to put it in November and launch it, you know, I mean, it's, earlier.
2: It's better it's better to to push back the game if it
1: needs mm-hmm. it than to you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I just, for me, is I look at it. You look at the price point because, I mean, I understand the eight hundred
2: dollar price point, and like you said, the the and if they're targeting PlayStation three was six hundred when it started, it didn't have a strong go, but oh, that was because their
0: terrible. But launch their, title.
2: but their first launch title run it was, was awful. Now, if you throw in a, a strong launch title run with the with the PS five, I think it's going to do fine. Because, to be perfectly honest, people are going to pay it and want the new... So, let gonna me ask you this, console. Jerry.
1: Would you spend $800 for Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima? And let's preface that with the fact is that they're probably going to be... Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us 2 are going to be playable on the PS4.
2: I, I would definitely not buy them on the PS4 and wait to get them on the PS5. I'm not going to... I don't buy games twice. I would wait until I got a PS5. But then uh, again, I, I would wait until I was comfortable and buy the PS Five, and then I would probably buy those two games yeah. if they were the two like only big launch title games. But uh, but I'm smarter than that. Like I'm someone who's more than willing to wait and save because uh, I can I can mm-hmm. always wait. Uh, but we're talking about those people that are hardcore gamers like us, but that can't wait and yeah. that will shell out the eight hundred bucks and buy, you know the two, three, four games. And then, uh, I, I, and to be quite honest, the other factor that I want to know is if my PS4 games are going to be backwards compatible.
1: Correct. And we, they have said that there's going to be cross play that PS5 will be able to play with PS4. Um, and it's but that doesn't necessarily
2: be... that you can put Correct. in if you, if you have uh, disc only, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe digitally, I could see that. But if you, but
1: that's what I'm worried about because I go disc, and they have said that PS4 is supposed to be backward. It's supposed to be compatible with PS5, so you're supposed to be backwards compatible. But yeah. there's also room it'll be backwards compatible all the way through to one too. Um, but who knows? I, I don't. I mean, I,
2: I would say that as a digital, as like PS4 is doing, like it's backwards compatible where you can download it or stream it or play like play it that yeah. way. I doubt. You can get a PS1 game, put it in a PS5, uh, physically, a physical disc, and play it. I don't see
1: that happening. Oh, I, don't think I it's mean,
0: going would be full. No but way. But that
1: might be, that also might be what causes the $800 price tag, too, because you got to remember the original PS3 at launch was backwards compatible with one and two, because the, but with the cost being so high. For production on the Emotion chip, which is a lo- what allowed it to be backwards compatible, they removed it, and then therefore it lost backwards compatibility with the PS2. Very so. true.
2: But that's also what kind of hurt the PS3, that first model, which is very coveted. Oh, yeah. A lot of people yeah. loved that console, and I loved it too, but it had a life cycle. Mm-hmm. It yeah. had a very strong life cycle to where mine, around the time when I got like God of War Ascension, it died on me and I had to take it apart and, you know, eject my disc, and it was – everything was gone. So, like, I don't know if that's a great idea. I would much rather have a long-lasting Blu-ray-playing singular system that, like, if if it was backwards compatible, it reads Blu-rays and Mm -hmm. Blu-ray discs, but not the PS2 or PS1 discs. I think we're at a point where we can digitally – Buy
1: them and be okay with that. I'd be okay going back to three, but the problem is, is that with PS3, is it was a completely different processor. Yeah, I mean that cell processor is completely different than a normal twelve-core, eight-core processor. So um, it'll be interesting. I mean, I think we need to get more news on the PS5. Um,
0: Definitely. Also, the lot, like I said, uh, it's if PS5 comes out with five amazing games, four, four at the minimum because Sony's track record and I actually just looked it up their track record for a lot of launch titles have been maybe you get one or maybe you'll get two mm-hmm. but yeah, even but even still like you're still iffy on that one or two there's mm-hmm. no incentive to buy it there's no incentive to say hey you know what like oh my god I can't wait for that game you know and all the games that did I come mean, out they did have the the previous version as well so why am I going to buy a new console right off the bat? I, didn't
1: I just I just worry that the PS5, if they're going to make it a niche, go after the hardcore gamers themselves. I just I f- I'm afraid that the PS5 becomes a Wii U, meaning that because you don't have the install base of players, the bigger studios are going to leave the system and go to like Xbox. Where if Xbox has a huge launch, all the players go there because of the, you know, just the cost of the system, right? Say it's like $400, Sony launches at $800, right? But, you know, or they say, hey, look at how many Switches there are. We're just going to go this route. And then all the the PlayStation is really good for is the in-house games, which, don't get me wrong, their first-party titles are fantastic. Mm -hmm. But... You know, you run the risk of actually alienating the studios if you don't have the player base. That's why PlayStation gets a lot of the games first. Xbox gets them second because you look at the install base. The install base of players is 90 million on on the PlayStation side versus, what, 40 on the Xbox side? Now, let's talk about it, Big N, who has learned from their mistakes and has given us the Switch. They have now overtaken the total market in Japan. They PlayStation had 8.2 million PS4s that were sold in, since inception. Switch is at 8.35 million now. They It is now also outselling the PS4 3 to 1 in Japan. Now, a lot of it has to do with you've got a lot more games coming out for the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look at worldwide sales right now, the Switch last... Um, Last week was three hundred thousand units, so two hundred ninety-one thousand units. PlayStation Four was one hundred fifty-one thousand. Xbox brought up the rear at forty-two thousand. So, I mean, Nintendo has learned what they from the
0: mistakes of the Wii U,
1: and I applaud them for that. I applaud them for that.
0: But Um, they've also, I feel that they've also overly capitalized on what their best feature was which from the Game Boy all the way from the Game Boy is mobility.
1: Yes, and I think that's why you have the Switch Lite coming out is because you're going to basically see the DS die off.
0: Well, I mean, the DS is going to die off, but I mean, um, the Switch now is... Yeah. It's it's larger, yes, but it is super mobile. Mm-hmm. You know, we brought it to E3. I was talking to my coworkers actually today. <laughs> Both of them have Switches because they would play it At work, which I won't say their names, but (laughs) you know, they would play it at work. And when you have nothing, when you have downtime, just pop it out. Mm -hmm. Cool, and it starts picks up right where you left off. Oh, I gotta do something. Okay, put it put it back away. It's it's as large as one of those iPads. You know, Mm, it's roughly about the same size ish. Roughly, roughly, roughly. Mm, no. Go ahead and check. Really? Because like, I am. I, you know the the freaking uh, people how they do selfies and they're just blocking their whole face like this. Yeah. But I so, mean, it's it's smaller. It's the mobility is mm-hmm. so great. Well,
1: I gotta give Nintendo credit because since E3 they've been dropping haymakers. they They're too. they're throttled to the floor and going full, you know, full at it because they now. Gave us a launch date for Luigi's Mansion 3. It is coming out Halloween, (laughs) which is fitting for for that game. Um, They announced today that we have uh, two new sets of Joy-Con colors coming in on October 4th, which is going to be blue and neon yellow for one set and neon purple and neon orange for the other. And then some nice, juicy information dropped about a Switch upgrade coming next month which Jason I hope you've waited to buy your switch because you're going to want to get this one instead of the ones that are in the stores right now ooh okay the reason no baby it is and it's going to be the same price it's going to be 2.99 for the classic versus 2 or uh 1.99 for the switch lite um the battery life is going is increasing to an average of four and a half to nine hours. The current switch battery life is two and a half to six and a half hours. So it is going up two hours That's on the yeah. on the bottom end. Whereas the switch light is only going up a half hour. Um Breath of the Wild, they've been it's been looking at an average of four to five hours on a single charge versus three on the standard switch damn yeah okay. it is going to be running off the the new tigra x1 chip that's going in the switch light it's getting new flash memory modules and a revamped circuit board okay so it goes on sale mid-august there's only going to be two ways to differentiate the models and that is one the new one will have a switch with a red box background versus the current one is the white is a switch with a whiter background on it. It says Nintendo switch on it. Also the serial number will start with an X K W instead of an X a W.
0: Okay. I
1: I hate to say this. I'm going to trade in my switch and get the new one. Yeah, we know (laughs) we could have called that. And but here's the thing is, is because I play mine enough in, in portable mode that that battery life does yeah, yeah, make yeah. a
2: difference. You can make whatever excuse you want. You, you, Mr. I'm going to trade this in and get this. Oh, I think, we're gonna, I think I'm going to no. trade this in and go get this. Hold on. But I'm
1: getting upgraded switch. Tell me you don't do that. An you traitor. Switch. I'm getting an upgraded switch. That's it. So tell me, Jerry, if you played yours in portable UF mode enough, would you upgrade it too? to get that extra battery life out of it. I want to see it first. It's the same switch. Same thing. It's the same exact one. It's just going to have the upgraded chip, upgraded modules, and it's going to have the upgraded battery life on it. The size and everything is staying the exact same. It's not
2: n- not even like a larger screen or lesser no. bezels? Oh, no. I don't know about that. I'll wait.
0: The so. only thing that's different is the battery... And the internals. That's it. Yeah. Maybe. We're
2: not, we're
0: Maybe. not getting... I don't know. You know. You're not getting a quarter-inch fatter Joy-Con. You're not getting, uh, like, 10-millimeter, like, larger screen. No, it's the same thing, dude.
2: I'll wait.
0: I'll, I, I don't know. I have to see it. You have to see it? All right. to well, see one, when one, one, I do get it, then I'll show it to you, babe. Okay. I got yeah. you, And then
1: you guys can sit there and place. You know, Breath of the Wild all day, and no, while Jason's think, sitting there playing, think, Jerry's gonna be failing. It's gonna be like, no, oh, my battery just died. I
0: think. I think if I do get it, then uh, there might be a, a call for a rematch. Maybe Jerry, oh. do, you, do you want a rematch? I mean, oh, I'm, I'm down. You got my number, Foo. So you know.
2: Oh, I'm, oh, I'm down, I'll, bro.
0: I will. I will hold on to the E3 <laughs> championship <laughs> monopoly crown. I'm always ready with you, Jerry.
1: Oh, you do that, bro i'm ready oh i'm so ready yeah he's over there going crap what am i getting myself into because <laughs> no
2: now i gotta strategize because
0: oh you uh, strategize strategize yeah, you i mean strategize, strategize baby I already, I already know my strategy is <laughs> don't make trade because you're gonna try and rip me off again <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna play straight Dude, forward. i don't
2: know what you're talking about
1: dog Dude, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a great negotiator, and you couldn't, I, couldn't accept, I am a civil person. You couldn't accept arbitration, so. All right. I
0: accept arbitration, and we even that's, had our commenters hey, hey, that's hey, because, hey, because Jerry, collusion. We I, had I, I i felt
2: i i felt collusion. We had our commenters.
0: We had our commentator, like our comments from all of the people that were watching, and when I put yes. that question out, they were like, "Yo, Jerry, just like, yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry the stole the pants off me." Yep, and I was like, "Yeah, I know, but I still won. I, I'll take the mm-hmm. take the W."
1: All right, so as we uh, kind of wind things down tonight, so Jason, are you actually going to play the 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 content that has dropped with Stormbringer, or are you going to uh, try and find a
0: raid group? You know, I'm, I'm I am going to try and find a raid group, but it's just not in the forefront right now. Which it's is, is the just weird. forefront? God of War. Forefront is God of War because, Woo-hoo! yo, I, I you
1: hear that, Corey? We finally got Jason to play God of War.
0: <laughs> I'm playing on on the now god we of just War. have to get I'll him bring, to finish it. Bring right. God of War! Oh my gosh, that is! I, I might have to change difficulty. <laughs> I don't want to just change difficulty, but I will not. I will, yeah. I will, finish, I will finish this so, on Bring God of War because I am a god of. uh, I will be a God of War. Jerry, what do you got on tap?
2: Uh, I've just been doing Division in Days Gone. I need to get a little bit more on Days Gone. I've been focusing on Division. Um, And because of the looming new Zelda coming out for Switch, I've been kind of wanting to... uh, Breath of the Wild? (laughs) Yeah, play Breath of the Wild. (laughs) But I, I let my... I let my sisters and my nephew nephews borrow it. And I kind of want to get it back, but I can't, I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> so like going yeah. over like, Hey, can I get my game back? Like, but the, the, the boys are really enjoying it. Yeah. I kind of don't care. I really want to play. <laughs> no, I yeah. haven't gotten over it. So I've been I
1: toying with, to. I've been toying with Breath of the Wild too. Um, I need to get back an Octopath Traveler and just start knocking that thing out. Cause it's a great game from square. Um, i've been playing tetris uh you know tetris 99 is keeps me my mind busy when there's a lot of stress going on in my life so i did do the uh the latest the the weekend tetris fest and got the splatoon theme um will say that as good as i was having fun or as, as i was having fun with it mario maker 2 got traded in really already it is it is now gone to fire emblem so here's the here's the thing is the the single player campaign is is okay um it runs out of steam real quickly the problem is is now the a lot of these levels that are being created by creators out there are levels that are almost impossible for the average player to, to beat.
0: Oh, that's what what
1: Mario maker always was though, man. And they're built. Well, the thing is how they're actually able to complete their courses is they're putting back doors in. Oh yeah. So they're not even, yeah, I tried to do one and literally they put a back door hidden down in underneath. So you could get one of like Bowser jr's little flying, little clown ship to go up to a pipe. So the only way you even knew that there's something was down there is if you accidentally sent the shell the wrong way and you heard it collect a coin. That was it. Uh, so I mean, and some of these—I mean, just some of these levels are just super insane. And honestly, I don't—I want to just enjoy, like you said, Jerry. You know, classic Mario levels. You know, that you can enjoy playing. They have a little bit of difficulty to them, but you respect the player enough that to let them have fun with it and not just basically make them want to throw a controller.
2: Or in this case, throw the switch. That's why I have. Super Mario Deluxe. That's exactly what it's I for. I love
1: that game yeah. so much. So, all right, Jason, this is for Helium.
2: <laughs> for the
1: role.
0: I, I so, my, my wife was like, are you really going to do that? Isn't that bad for you? Actually, <laughs> it is. Like, so <laughs> I think we need to go with more of the uh, Minnie Mouse ears. No, I mean, um, I, I'm still down for the Helium, but I mean, I will not do it. For the whole time, I'll probably have. Oh, no, like, you can't
2: do it the whole time. Like, no, it's no. got to be periodic.
0: Yeah, it's got to be periodic. Yeah. Or yeah. at least, so. like, I have a set amount of balloons.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, okay. after the set amount of balloons are gone, I'm like, yo, that's it. Alrighty.
1: Your target number to save yourself without advantage or anything
0: is a 12 or higher. 12. Okay. So. Am I getting, am I getting like a plus one for nope. doing God you're getting, of War? Ooh, on, actually on you know, super hard on, 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 you're playing it on God of War.
1: You're you're playing it on like ultra hard. Yeah. That's, like, that's how he starts God every game. That's okay. Why it every takes game I'll him so give long. you, I'll give you a plus two advantage.
0: Okay. I'll take that
1: one for actually yeah. cracking the seal Two for doing it on ultra hard.
0: No, That's how I play all so, the games. You got to so be technically
1: your target is, you know, we'll tw- ten. Uh, 10. Yeah. yeah. Ten or higher, roll it.
0: Oh, Dude,
1: give it to that's me! Two weeks in a row. That's two Woo. rolls in a row. That's a critical. it's It's rigged. You got that big D twenty. It's rigged.
0: Woo. Man, oh. it's rigged. Oh, so let me let me. Uns- oh man. man. <laughs> <laughs> all right Bring guys. me God of War. I am the God of War. Um, I don't know, man. No. We might have to go to
2: we might have to go to physical die. Yeah, <laughs>
0: right. Well, all right. right. so give me give me a second. I'll go grab my physical die. No, oh, no, we're good. Right.
1: You're I good. Yeah. So for our, so for our fans, I want to thank you for crashing game night with us tonight it's always fun. And these things, um, last week, this week, guys, this has been extremely therapeutic for me. And once again, thank you to everybody that's been reaching out. Um, it's, it's been very heartfelt. Thank you. Um, very much meaning to me. Um, so, uh, if you like matured always, you know, please hit that subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, make sure to comment for us, um for our articles go on over to crashinggame.com. also check out the store that we've got going on over there um i want to say everyone be excellent to each other stay frosty
2: to all our listeners thank you for showing uh your support to our buddy matt he needs it right now and uh later nerds
0: last things last if uh I know I've been slow on the board games, guys, but trust me, I am going to have one board game adventure coming up.
1: Yeah, well, we'll see.
0: Are we talking like,
1: you know, I'm waiting for it to be like Mousetrap or something. (laughs) If I can find it.
0: I loved that game.
1: (laughs) Better yet, Candyland.
0: But Uh, I'll have one ready for you guys, though.
1: All right. Have a good night, guys.